This is a giant leap for the National Park Service. You can hear it in his voice, can't you? Dirk Kempthorne is excited. The Secretary of the Interior announced today a list of 201 projects that are eligible for funding in the first year of the Centennial Initiative. The program could add as much as $2 billion in new programs and projects for the parks and $1 billion for park operations over 10 years. In his remarks that follow, you can hear Mr. Kempthorne crow a little bit at the early success of the program, especially as it relates to the provision of the Centennial Challenge, which depends on non-federal dollars for success. Critics of that aspect of the program, including us at the National Parks Traveler, had wondered if fundraising $100 million a year would be possible. The Secretary was quite happy to inform us today that the goal has been exceeded and that he has commitments for $301 million for projects in fiscal years 08 and 09. Aware of those who caution against bowing to private demands, Kempthorne notes that donors recognize this as philanthropy, not branding. These programs, he says, herald a new era of revitalization for our parks. This week, we will celebrate the 91st anniversary of the National Park Service. Um, so often on those types of occasions, we talk about the visionaries that preceded us. We talk about America, uh, American parks being the best gift to America. This is our opportunity as the current stewards, as the current recipients, to now make our contributions and foster a new era that is very positive and beneficial to the national park system. The, the president's budget, which has been proposed, which I believe it's fair to characterize, has been warmly received by both the House and the Senate, by both Democrats and Republicans, it includes the largest single increase for operations ever in the history of the national parks. For the first time in years, we have fixed costs that are covered by 100%. Uh, this operating budget will allow us to, for example, bring on 3,000 new seasonal park rangers, interpretive guides. That reverses what has been a 10-year decline in, in the ranks. It will provide $1 billion to continue construction projects, uh, cyclical maintenance, uh, deferred maintenance, et cetera. So it's, it truly is significant. But the president has included the Centennial Challenge that builds upon what has been the history and the legacy of the national parks, and that is philanthropy. Uh, over 30 parks really came into existence because of private contributions, donations from families, et cetera. What we have lined out is a $100 million category of funds. We're recommending to Congress that this be mandatory funding. $100 million each year for 10 years. To call upon Americans to continue their wonderful philanthropy among the friends of the parks, foundations, philanthropic groups, families, corporations, etc. cetera. Uh, this is philanthropy. This is not branding. This is to uh, affirm that tremendous things are going to happen during these next 10 years leading up to the centennial. I will tell you in all honesty, there have been many, many people that have stated that 
they do not believe that we can achieve that $100 million, uh, and certainly not in the first year. They have said you will be lucky if you achieve $20 million. I will tell you that in a three-ring binder that is three inches wide sitting in front of me is a book which contains 321 signed letters of commitment from the philanthropic community that equals $301 million that has now been pledged by the philanthropists, the foundations, etc. As we go through this, and that's for fiscal year 08 and 09, so this is a stunning, stunning demonstration of the support, again, of the American people for the national parks. This will allow us, in just the first year, to have centennial projects which will take place in 116 parks. So in essence, one out of three parks at the very outset will benefit from this centennial era that is now launched. I will also tell you that there was concern that only the icon parks may be the beneficiaries. Uh, currently, Mary Bomar and I are at Yosemite National Park. But the breakdown of this is that the distribution of this money will be to the icon parks, approximately 19%, to large parks, 35%, medium parks, 28%, and small parks, 18%. I will give you a special emphasis, too, about these uh, urban parks or smaller parks. I have visited a number of the parks. I have gone with groups of inner-city children to some of these parks that may be only a one-hour's drive, and we walk with these children. They have rangers that are with us. We go to, uh, after walking through some beautiful scenery, but the rangers will stop in a grove of trees, ask the children, just close your eyes and listen and identify what are the sounds that you hear. The children hear the rustling of leaves. They hear the babbling of the brook. They hear a variety of songbirds. And it may be for the first time in the lives of many of these children that they never hear the screeching of tires, the honking of horns, sirens that are going. It, it is a, a new experience for them. So these smaller parks become the gateway to the larger parks and to the icon parks. I think it's a, it's a tremendous opportunity for us. The National Park Service, over the last number of years, have been edging toward new education programs in the parks. They've been edging toward connecting children with nature, uh, edging toward combining electronic experience with parks such as iPods, uh, cell phones, GPS. With the programs that will now be funded through this partnership, this is a giant leap for the National Park Service. Mary will affirm this, but the employees of the National Park Service are absolutely delighted and excited and synergistic about what this now means. I will also say that this is not a Republican issue. This is not a Democrat issue. This is an American issue. And that's why I believe it's being so solidly embraced by Congress, by the American public. It's a call to action. And I think really this is an opportunity where a country has on too many issues been so divided, this is an opportunity for healing. And um, 
This is a call to action for all Americans that they can be part of this leading up to the 100th anniversary. I mentioned Congress, and on a bipartisan basis, uh, they have begun the work of appropriating this money so that we can get these proposals off of the drawing boards and into the parks. And long before we finished writing the goals, long before we chose these proposals, Chairman Norm Dix, a Democrat, Representative Todd Tiart, Republican, saw the vision for the Centennial Initiative and brought it before the entire House of Representatives for inclusion in the final appropriations bill. And I sincerely applaud that type of leadership. Uh, already bills have been introduced in the House and the Senate to provide permanent funding for the Centennial Challenge. Uh, Director Bomar testified at congressional hearings just before the August recess. I also want to thank um, Congressman George Rodanovich, who is here with us today in Yosemite. And, and on the Senate side, I want to thank Senator Dianne Feinstein and Senator Larry Craig for their continued support. Senator Jeff Bingaman, Senator Danny Akaka for introducing the Centennial Initiative legislation in the Senate. And Representative Rob Bishop, Don Young for introducing the House and the bill. And to thank Congressman Ray Hall for his help. Working together, we will get this all done. And this is the launching of an absolute new era of revitalization for the national parks. And it's something that will lead to a great celebration because Americans are working together again. This is what we've got in store for year one of the 10-year plan. Assuming Congress fully funds the Centennial Challenge, we will repeat this process of program announcements every year for the next nine years as we approach the National Park Service Centennial in 2016. To see the full list of programs announced today, log into the web at nps.gov slash 2016 or check in with us at nationalparkstraveler.com. Music for today's program is from Burning Babylon, available on magnatune.com. <laughs>